Hey, I'm Ebehi Ijerere, and you're listening to Layers of Design. During this uncertain time, when we're all being forced to stay home to prevent the spread of the COVID-19 virus, we've had to adapt our social, physical, and work environments in order to establish a sense of normalcy where we can continue to produce work and remain creative. I've decided to reach out to some of our previous guests to find out what they've been up to and how they've adapted their schedules during this pandemic. In this episode, I'm speaking with Jorge Rodriguez, a Miami-based designer and artist who has a passion for art and architecture and finds ways to integrate them into his daily life. You can find some of his work around Miami, in breweries and at Zoo Miami. Jorge draws inspiration from his everyday life and his environment. We talk about how he has formed a new schedule, where he maintains the productivity of his 95 and maximizes his creativity. Hope you listen and enjoy. Hello. Hey, Jorge. How are you? I'm good. Well, Jorge... Um, I'm calling to, I guess I'm checking up on, you know, some of the guests that we've had on to see how they're doing during this time and, you know, to see what you've been up to. Okay. So I guess, how are you? What have you been up to? I've been good, actually. Um, the quarantine kind of stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the whole, we got to change the way that we come in con- into contact with everything mm-hmm. and, um, you know, try to not go out. Mm-hmm. Like to do anything. Like I'm doing laundry today in my building, and even that, you got to think about. Okay, should I take the stairs? Should I take the elevator? Which which path am I going to touch? Less things. <laughs> of course. And um, have you? Are you working from home? Yes, I am. So how how has that? I guess the shift. How has it affected your schedule? And what have you done to adapt? Well, I think overall, overall, it's mm-hmm. been amazing. Okay. Um. I am not one to say, oh, you know, I feel better at the office. Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily that way. Uh, I don't feel that way. But <laughs> I do miss having two monitors. I will be honest about that. <laughs> Everything else, you know, the the actual use for emails and mm-hmm. having to call people uh, constantly or um, even meetings, you know, having these uh, phone meetings with with clients or with uh, anybody to coordinate, uh, that hasn't changed so much. Okay. So it's actually been, as far as how my workflow has been, it hasn't changed that much. Okay. That's good. That's good. So you, you have like a sense of normalcy when it comes to work. Well, I try to keep one too. I, I try to follow the same routine. I, th- mm-hmm. I think partially because I'm a person of habits, but I try to do the same things that I would do in the office. Yeah, I wake up the same way, around the same time, and then when nine hits, I, I kind of already have it in my mind um, that I-, I should sit down and go through all my emails. Uh, but before then, just like in the office, I'd make my coffee, then I'd sit down, go through <laughs> all my emails, and then try to keep working fluidly as I can. Then I have lunch and then the whole thing repeats over again. Okay, okay, that's good. So you have like a kind of like a schedule for yourself that you're trying to stick to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's helped me the most. Try to keep uh a disciplined order 
of habits. And that has changed. I, I'm not going to tell you I haven't, you know, maybe, maybe not taken a nap. Um, <laughs> and I still did what I had to do. Okay. And um, what? so with all of this that's going on, what are you doing to stay creative? Oh, so this one I really did have to do something different. Um, see, normally, like, through uh, any regular day, you know, without a disease being rampant, I would get home, uh, do, you know, regular chores, and then I'd have a project to work on, you know, and I would do that. Now, since things are flipped around and I feel a little like I'm already at home, mm-hmm. I, I had to ask my significant other to to tell me when six started, okay, you yeah. got to work on something until 10. I, so I asked her to say that for me and she's like, like what? And I'm like, okay, uh, the two things for today, I either got to work on something for my job or I got to draw something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she picked draw and I drew. And I drew until 10. And then I drew a little after that because consequently she started working on one of her own things. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm not about to be the lazy guy now. I'll go watch TV while you're supposed to be working. <laughs> so I ended up still, you know, drawing and designing something until after 10, which I, I think I did that two or three days consecutively. Nice. And it worked out, actually, better than in a normal day. Um, so you're just keeping your creative juices flowing or you're trying to at least. Yeah, yeah, I think you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. It definitely helps with not getting bored. For sure, for sure. That It's so easy to get bored, like, during this time, you know, where we feel we have so much time on our hands. Yeah. What are you doing to keep your creative juices up? <laughs> well... I mean, I might get bored of my routine. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I picked up sketching, like, more intensely now. So I try to spend more time, like, you know, sketching. So I'm really into mid-modern um, architecture right now. Ooh. So awesome. I've actually been just looking at buildings and kind of getting inspiration from, you know, that um, style of architecture. And I've been doing a lot of sketching to really understand, like, the forms and the way they put things together. So it's, that's actually what I've been thinking I've been working on <laughs> recently. Oh, like, like case study research. Exactly. So that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that takes me back. I haven't done something like that in a while, like in a really long time, probably from school. I know. So that's why I was like, huh, you know, I might as well just take this time to, you know, just really go into a style of architecture and understand it. And it's been pretty cool, actually. But um, I'm happy to hear it. I think I might do that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. It's fun. It like brings back memories of history class and, you know, all of the little things you learn. Oh, and then I listen to, yeah. So how do you think this whole um, pandemic affects us as designers? Oh, that's a good question. I think it forces us to be a little more... I mean, uh, firstly, it, it makes us be concerned about our job, actually. <laughs> For sure. Some people have lost their jobs or mm-hmm. are going to lose their job. Um, I was actually listening to uh, another podcast about how it's a trigger like this that causes a recession. And in the last recession, I remember, you know, when I was like 18 and I was going to go to architecture school, a couple of people told me that the market for architects or designers was was lesser mm-hmm. during the recession. And so these kids graduated, you know, people older than me, and they graduated and they couldn't find a job. And so that, as a designer, that, that concerns me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think otherwise, I don't know, maybe it starts getting you to think about, about what's going to happen after this. Like, for mm-hmm. example... I've been thinking a lot about uh, property uh, ownership and investment. Okay. And 
you know, what, what you said about you looking at other architecture and sketching for it, I was going to ask you, like, if you've designed, like, a building of your own, because I've, I've actually taken a little bit of time to try to design a future house that I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm really into competitions, and I haven't had the chance to really work on a competition. So I actually picked that up, and, you know, I enrolled in a competition where I'm just... No way. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like... it's. So, I mean, this is the first competition I'm going to be doing, I guess, by myself. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm really trying to challenge myself in that way. Like, okay, you know, you have this time or, or so it seems to keep myself busy. So I enrolled in it and, yeah, I'm trying to design. <laughs> That's really awesome. No, I, I think actually this is the perfect time. Exactly. Ironically enough, this is the perfect time to be doing a competition. Mm-hmm. Um we have that time. I mean, I don't know of the resources for doing a competition. I mean, I, I, I like to make models. So, you know, it's not like I can go yeah. out to the store and buy, mo- uh, buy model making materials. Yeah. But otherwise, this is a really good time to, like, sit down and, and make something. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if it's all digital. What type of competition are you doing? I'm curious. So I'm doing um, a competition. It's this website. It's called Arc Storming. And they have competitions, like maybe like three or four competitions every year. And um, so this competition is about designing a house for a family in Africa. And the family is about 15 people that are going to be living in the house. So, yeah, (laughs) that's what we're working on. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm starting to think about, I guess, lately, because of this quarantine, another design feature that I've been thinking about, and actually, I, I talked about it this, this morning, how the importance of, like, the home is, because mm-hmm. we were looking across the street, like, I live in an apartment complex, and I have a balcony, mm-hmm. one of the beautiful things about this quarantine is that I get to sit out on the balcony <laughs> in breakfast and in lunch, and I get to eat my food out there. Yeah. And it's actually been kind of eye-opening, because I look at the building across from me, and that building has no balcony and the windows don't really open up it's cheap yeah no they're, they're the cheapest windows we know of in miami there's that three pane window oh. that kind of just you twist it and they kind of slide up at an angle but you mm-hmm. can't poke your head out mm-hmm. the, the best that you can get is get some air in <laughs> so i'm looking at that and i'm just like we're really lucky because our outside time is on this balcony and i'm looking across in this neighborhood and there's a lady she's in sandals, she's got a face mask on. She's even got the, the plastic bag over her head to hold her hair. And she's walking up and down the parking lot as her exercise, mm-hmm. as her time of sunlight and being outdoors. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm thinking a lot about elements in the house that mm-hmm. would be better suited for quarantine, like how much light you get, how much air you get, mm-hmm. moments of being outside. Yeah, that's, that's important. That's an important feature. And I feel like even like you said, you know, us just looking at elements in the house, I think this is a good time for designers to start thinking of, you know, how if this should ever happen again in the future, how, you know, we can bet, better our built environment to be able to adjust or accommodate this kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even city-wise, mm-hmm. I know um, a lot of these cities that are most urban, they're the ones that are hardest hit because of the way that people people just come in contact with each other left and right. You know, you you got to touch everything that somebody else touches in a city. For sure. Um, but then I guess as designers, like, how do you design a city for quarantine? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a big challenge. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean... How historically, how has city done it? How has London, London or Paris done it? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I live in New York. New York is the biggest affected city. Yeah. I was going to ask you, do you think this is a time, like, for people to, I guess, kind of relax and take it easy? Or do you think it's a good time for everyone to work harder towards their goals? I want to be in the middle. Okay. Because it just came to my attention that we are in a in a time that we get to spend at home, even if it's not for the best reasons. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, you know, in a time that we can't come in contact with people, that we can't even go outside, we should kind of make the best of this quarantine. Um, and yeah, maybe change our habits around. Maybe not be in, not create a stress for ourselves and our schedule. You know, have discipline but not stress. So that's one thing. Okay. And then I also think that this is a good time for people to do their their projects on their own. Mm-hmm. We get that much more time. You know, no traffic, no yeah. Um, going here, going there, no socializing. And although as much as it's needed, right now we can't. Mm-hmm. And it's that opportunity to say, okay, I'm not entertaining myself by going to this bar with my friends, but let me entertain myself by working on something that I want to do. So, I mean, quite simply, I have a side hustle. That's kind of what my focus is leaning towards right now. I mean, I've only been a week in quarantine, mm-hmm. but that's what I want for however long this lasts. That's what it's going to be about, kind of developing that and doing it in a way that makes me happy. Because pretty soon, people are going to miss other people. So we got to find the happiness <laughs> in what for we sure. can. For sure. Um, so there's so many, you know, we're practicing social distancing. And I'm really hoping that at this point, everybody's practicing social distancing as much as they can, of course. Um, <clears throat> talking to those who aren't. <laughs> but um, what other way or do you know is there anything else you're doing or do you know of any other ways that people can help you know their community during this time yes this is awesome um in my building mm-hmm. um somebody a mysterious a mysterious hero cut a vitamin c pack in the elevator twice so it's Another funny thing, and every so often you see like little clues of that, and so that kind of gave me a, a good idea, like a community box, a community box. Okay. Um. So you know, obviously it should be safe. Mm-hmm. But things like that, like a vitamin C pack, that could save somebody could see it and be like, oh, I need one of those, and it could save somebody a trip to the grocery store. For sure, it could limit. You know? For sure. Yeah, somebody could leave out a little toilet paper. Um, <laughs> community, leave something out. You know. Okay. Um, save somebody a trip somewhere. You know, all over the world, we're seeing actual, you know, parties being hosted from balconies. Yeah. Um, so actually, I think that's really good. That lifts people's spirits up, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Um, it's been so great having you, you know, having this conversation with you. But before we end this call, do you have any mm-hmm. positive words for designers, creatives, and just anyone that's listening? Don't stop making, I'd say. Okay. Don't stop making things. Okay. Like every day, make something. Okay. I know we hear that, you know, on our on our regular lives. Mhm. But make something every day of this, because quite easily we could be in this for a month, two months, three months, even oh, six. Sure. I know, right? Uh, hard, hard words to hear. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. I I really wish this, you know, this could be over and controlled. But you know, we will get there. You yeah. know, I think we got to be optimistic. But yeah, it's just that every day makes something, even if we're only in this for one month, which is mm-hmm. very optimistic. 30 things 
you made or 30 days that you worked towards something. Projects have been finished and left, so do what, uh, do what you're doing, Betty. Do that competition. <laughs> you know, those two hours you would have been sitting in traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you got them. <laughs> Exactly. Well, thank you so, so much, Jorge, for coming on and sharing, you know, your tips and your positive vibes. Um, I hope you stay safe and keep creating. (laughs) Thank you for having me.